Welcome to Real Success, the podcast for entrepreneurs wanting more. I'm Rob Christie. Executive and life coach Brent Hady will take you on a journey exploring the key pillars of real success, ultimately leading to your best life. Stay connected and experience the success that really matters in business and life. And now, here's Brent with today's episode. Now, experiencing the sandwich generation from the middle can be challenging during a pandemic, especially if you're a business owner. In the last podcast, I shared about how stressful things can be when your child is hospitalized by COVID. But what about when your parent is affected? You know, throughout most of 2020, I grew accustomed to the many changes we've all been asked to adhere to. And for the most part, everything has been fine for me. But things did change considerably with my dad, who is living in a long-term care facility. The staff at his home have been amazing in keeping us connected to our loved ones, but they've been on a seemingly high alert for over a year now. We've all heard all through 2020 of the risks at long-term care facilities and of the tragedies when outbreaks run rampant through them. So much of 2020, I was on high alert too, as were my sisters. It just stays with you all the time. My inner voice throwing up the what-ifs every time another outbreak happens or the phone rings and I look to see it's from my dad's facility. What if? At my dad's place, they started a process of FaceTime calls very regularly so we could visit online. It was an adjustment for my dad, but he got used to it and it became fine. For a while, we could still go visit in person, outdoors, but it was limited. No problem. At least we got to visit. We even had much of the family able to visit him for his birthday in the summer, but it was through a window. I could feel it wearing on me. I could sense it a bit in my dad and my family too, but we all wanted to make sure that he stayed healthy and was safe. Then the first scare came, a positive case of COVID. It felt like a sudden wake-up call. What would happen? Was dad going to be okay? Thankfully, they caught it quickly. They isolated the person. They took all the necessary precautions. No further spread. Once again, we lulled back into the routine, but the inner voice chatter continued. With each email update that I received or each call from the home, I had a little twinge of fear, wondering if it was something bad. A second case came a while later. This time it was a kitchen staff member and dad had to isolate because he was in the dining area and could possibly have been impacted. Now the worry escalated for me. Not knowing how bad it was, and knowing how quickly and easily it could spread, it weighed in a lot on my mind. I could feel it deflecting my focus at work and impacting my sleep. Hearing of a second case just amplified it all. It took a number of days and several messages, but the staff once again contained things and my dad was not affected. Another small weight lifted from my shoulder. Into the fall, it became too cold to visit in person outdoors, so screen time was it. During all that time, I would continue to hear of big outbreaks in other facilities in town and across the country. Many were devastated by COVID. And many lives were lost as a result. At one point, I recall hearing all but two facilities in the Edmonton area were under an outbreak status. Dad's was one of the two that was not. And I was so grateful for all of the hard work of the staff at his home and everything they did to keep things away. And we continued with the routine of visiting online. Christmas was quiet and different, but we started some new traditions and we enjoyed them all the same. 
Then one day, I got notice of another positive test. This time, it was a resident. It was someone on a different wing and on a different floor, so I felt a bit relieved, but that feeling didn't last. Almost immediately, it went from one to three to several people, including some staff. And then it got real. For me, it was the moment it spread to my dad's floor and his wing of the home. Constant fear for my dad and his health. Daily compassion for those who lost their lives and the families they left behind. Daily worry that my dad could be next. It was a terrible thing to have happened, but I needed to be there for my dad in some way. To be in contact with the staff. To be there for my sisters and their families, as we all hope for the best. Needless to say, it impacted my ability to work at times even more so than before. Thankfully, though, I have designed my business and took steps long ago so that I could have the flexibility that I needed during times like these. That flexibility meant I could be available whenever I was needed for my dad or to talk to the staff at his home. That flexibility also meant that I could take whatever steps I needed to take to take care of myself so that I was ready to be there when called upon. Having nurtured a family culture of mutual support and understanding also meant that I could lean on my wife or daughter when I needed, or my sisters when I needed them as well. It was not a one-guy show of support. I've been down that road before, and it did not go well. Thankfully, the outbreak ended at my dad's home. Not without loss, not without hardship, and thankfully my dad remains healthy and is now fully vaccinated. When caring for aging parents and also balancing caring for your children in this sandwich generation, you just never know when a next crisis might come. Are you ready? I asked these questions in part one of this podcast, and I'll ask them here again. It's important to begin now to take the steps you need to do so that you can have a clear answer for each of these questions and be truly ready to be in service of those you love should some form of crisis come again. So here they are. Number one, how can your business carry on without you being there? Number two, who can step in to care for your other children at home? Number three, who can step in to care for your parents? And number four, who do you have to help care for you and your needs during a time like this? Significant health issues are not something that you can predict, especially with the elderly. It's like insurance. You need to take steps to be ready for when it gets real. Waiting until it hits is simply too late. Thank you for listening today. I hope this episode resonated with you and inspires you to take a step towards achieving real success and experiencing your best life. If you got value today, please consider writing a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or click the like button on this episode wherever you're listening. Then please share it with a business owner that you know really needs to hear its message. I appreciate your help in extending our reach to support entrepreneurs everywhere. Don't forget to subscribe or follow this podcast wherever you love to listen so that you can get notified when all new episodes are released. And one last thing, if you're ready to step onto your pathway of change and want to dive even deeper into the seven pillars of real success, go to my website at entrepreneurialfreedom.ca and you'll find a link to my post called The Seven Pillars of Real Success. I know it will help. The website once again, entrepreneurialfreedom.ca. We'll be back soon with our next episode. Until then, be healthy, be happy, and have a day full of real success.